Hello and welcome to the New School OBGYN Podcast, a podcast in women's health, but for everyone. Our goal is to promote good and reliable knowledge because the source of your information matters. My name is Eric Schmidt. I'm a board-certified OBGYN. Today I have with me Ms. Rebecca Fanser. Um, and today in episode one, we're going to talk about exercise and pregnancy. Please consider downloading and following along. We are on all the major uh, podcatchers, and check out YouTube for the video podcast. Okay. So, again, episode one, we're going to talk about exercise and pregnancy, hopefully something a little fun and easy to talk about. Um, Becky, go ahead and tell us a little bit about you and your background. Yeah, I'd love to. First of all, exercise is very fun. I might be biased, but I think it's very fun. Um, Anyway, back to my background. Um, So I have my undergrad from UW-Madison and Marquette University. I studied biomedical sciences and psychology. While I was working on those degrees, I decided to do what so many people seem to do and turn one of my hobbies into a job, and I obtained a personal training certification. I worked as a trainer for a few years, and then I went on to obtain my master's degree in regulatory science from Johns Hopkins University. And once I graduated with that degree, I decided to, again, pursue my passion, and I obtained a second uh, personal training certification, this time in prenatal and postnatal fitness. Perfect. All right. So why do we care so much about this? Well, there's a lot of myths to dispel as far as exercise and pregnancy, and we really want to promote uh, both good maternal and fetal health. Um, Pregnancy presents... uh, unique opportunity where um, otherwise uh, these young patients would not be seeking medical attention, but we're able to um, um, talk to them, educate um, against some of these myths. Um, Some of those myths may be, you know, that you should rest, take it easy in pregnancy, um, don't lift anything, let me get that for you, um, or you shouldn't exercise because it might cause harm to you or the baby, Um, maybe eat for two. Um, So, Um, the new school of thought and there's a lot of research out there too regarding um, you know the the benefits backing up the benefits of maternal and um, fetal for exercise and pregnancy so Becky tell us a little bit about those benefits yeah so let's start with the maternal prenatal benefits Um, so very first benefit we're going to see is improved cardiovascular fitness so we're strengthening our lungs and our heart and it's really setting us up for a a better prepared delivery. Um, We're also going to see a reduction or even sometimes prevention of back and hip pain that is unfortunately really common in pregnancy. We're also seeing an improvement in stability and balance with the strengthening of those core muscles. Um, This is really important because the body is going through a lot of different changes, um, muscular postural changes that are occurring during pregnancy. Um, For example, as the belly's growing, your center of gravity changes, and most people will experience an anterior pelvic tilt, which is that forward shift of the pelvis. Um, This is really what causes a lot of that back pain. Can also see a reduction, sometimes a prevention, of urinary incontinence um, through the strengthening of the pelvic floor. And one of the, I think, most important benefits that you get with exercise um, is an improvement in mental health. So the biggest thing here is that it's helping to improve self-esteem and body image. This is really, really important when we're adapting to the changes in our body. Um, 
that come along with pregnancy, like an increase in weight, change in size. For many of us, the last time our body went through such major changes was puberty. And I don't think that was an especially fun time for really anyone. Um, Also getting uh, mood benefits, we're stimulating energy. And it's also a really great way to mitigate feelings of stress, anxiety, depression that can occur or increase during pregnancy as well. Yeah, and those are all great benefits. Um, Also include, um, you know, to prevent that excessive weight gain, gestational diabetes, uh, hypertensive disorders that may come up in pregnancy, low birth weight, and even uh, higher birth weight or macrosomia uh, for baby. Um, Well, labor benefits, uh, there are some also, and I think the biggest one or the most glaring one is it might increase your chances of a normal vaginal delivery and lower that C-section risk. Um, And labor is a marathon. Um, Sometimes patients are pushing upwards of three to four hours, Um, not to mention that whole time beforehand, which uh, the uterus is working uh, for hours on end. Um, so uh, the healthy cardiovascular system, healthy muscles will help um, increase the chances for vaginal delivery and C-section. Um, also, it helps increase um, the um, the maternal plasma volume um, and increase the cardiac output, placental function. Uh, we know that a, a healthy placenta is um, you know very much needed for a healthy and safe delivery. Um, and so, you know, the, the second stage of labor, which is the, the pushing phase, um, can be shortened by as much as 50%. Again, three to four hours, um, 50% of that sounds really good. Um, so, uh, those are some of the labor benefits, uh, some of the postnatal benefits. Uh, go ahead, Becky. So, Uh, With postnatal, we're seeing a decrease in back pain, decreased amount of healing time, still getting those really great uh, mental health benefits. So again, mitigating those feelings of stress, anxiety, depression. It's also a really fantastic way to get some you time um, or to find a way to bond. Uh, So mom and baby exercises. There are classes out there. There are YouTube videos. I'm sure we'll We'll have some out there too. Um, And there's also this old school of thought that breastfeeding can, while exercising, can negatively affect baby's growth. Um, That is absolutely not the case. Breastfeeding women can exercise without negatively affecting baby's growth, but will need an additional 500 calories per day to support their own and baby's nutritional needs. Perfect, and and let's go to the baby side of things. Um, we talked about the the aid in, in managing baby's weight, so we're not getting insec- excessively large babies. Um, also, you know, decreasing the risk of labor complications or risks for baby by maybe not needing something like a um, an operative delivery, or what we know more often as is a vacuum delivery, forceps delivery. While those are very safe. Uh, uh, things to do and uh, you know are not rare things um, the they do have rare risks um, and so if hopefully if you don't don't need it don't have to undergo those rare risks and then during exercise um, another old school thought is that um, 
because you're seeing the fetal heart rate increase during exercise, they used to say, baby's experiencing distress. This is bad, not good. Uh, don't exercise while pregnant. Research is showing that yes, the fetal heart rate does increase during and after exercise. It's a very mild form of stress, but it is a positive stress. It is a normal response for the fetal heart rate to increase, and it is not harmful. Chronic prenatal exercise may have the same training effect and increase in heart rate variability on the fetus as it does on the pregnant woman. If I may jump in. Yeah, of course. Um, Two positive markers we look at for baby and reassuring ourselves on the antenatal testing, uh, if we want to um, reassure ourselves that baby's doing well, is um, an uh, intermittent um, increase in baby's heart rate or an acceleration um, in the heart rate. And uh, good heart rate variability is also a positive marker. So just adding to those points. Perfect. Thank you for that. Um, This is like what we call an adaptive advantage. Um, So these babies may also be able to tolerate periods of lower oxygen during delivery because of the physical enhancements of the maternal exercise. It's helping to provide them with better oxygen reserves. And then once baby is out, we're seeing slightly higher APGAR scores, which is always great to see. And then these benefits do extend into childhood. Uh, So they're getting some nice long-term effects as well. They're maintaining a lower fat or weight into childhood. There are higher scores on general intelligence and oral language skills. And there's also a positive effect of exercise on the fetal autonomic development and the heart rate variability can continue into early childhood with steeper development trajectories in mental, psychomotor, and language abilities. And to date, no research has found a negative correlation with exercise. So, Perfect. And to just add to all those points, when we talk about exercise and pregnancy, we are all talking about um, health, normal, uh, low-risk mm-hmm. pregnancies, both maternal and fetal. Um, if there are any risks in your pregnancy, please consult your uh, provider to see the, or to make the best plan for you and the safest plan for you and your baby. Um, so with all those, um, nice, um, uh, points, uh, well, how often should we exercise? So that is a great question. Um, and it does differ with the level of fitness that you're coming into your pregnancy with. So someone who isn't consistently exercising or maybe has never really found a passion for exercise, doesn't like to do it a lot, but wants to start, um, we would put you in a beginner category. So we would do a really gradual introduction of easy cardio, things like walking, maybe swimming, some stretching and yoga, and the addition of some light weights. Um, So an example of what we would want to do for that introduction is maybe two to three days a week, starting at about 15 minutes at a time, adding on two to three minutes until you reach a max of 30 to 40 minutes. And so... During that, we're increasing the frequency uh, as you're gaining your strength and your endurance, with the end goal being that you are able to work out most days in a week. For someone who falls into the intermediate or advanced category, you can absolutely continue on with your current routine with some safe modifications when and if you need them. But really, to see all the benefits that we've been talking about during this episode, um, You want to be exercising a minimum of three times per week for about 30 minutes of moderate exercise 
that is specific to your level of fitness. Yeah, and and to to clarify on you know at what capacity should one work out, um, the um, you know baby takes about at points of the pregnancy takes about twenty percent of the maternal cardiac output, um, and so kind of a good rule of thumb is to prevent you know things like maternal or moms getting lightheaded, dizzy, um, or baby potentially not getting enough of that output um, and perfusion is. Um, don't exceed 80% of your capacity. Um, so if you have a maximum, you stay about 20% under that uh, at 80% or below. Um, and there's also some good ways to, to quantify that. Yeah, and if you're wondering, how, how do I know what 80% of my max capacity is? There's actually a really easy way to gauge that. It's called the Rate of Perceived Exertion or the RPE talk test. And really all it is is um, you're working out. If you're still able to have a conversation with someone without having to stop and catch your breath mid-sentence, you're fine. If you do find yourself having to pause every couple words to catch your breath, um, that's really a good sign that you need to dial back a bit in your exercise. Um, All that being said, the absolute most important thing to do... um, is listen to your body's needs that day. Every day in your pregnancy might feel a little bit different and honestly some days might just feel like you're trying to survive. Um, So listen to your body. Either scale it back um, or if you're feeling really good, push maybe a little bit. Um, But yeah, listen to your body. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we talked about all of these um, exercises, the positives. Well, what are things we should avoid? Um, or are there risks? Um, and one of the things that we're constantly battling in pregnancy is dehydration. Um, and so um, if you're going to plan a workout, make sure you're nice and hydrated beforehand. Um, and, you know, always carry that water bottle with you to, to track to make sure you are hydrated. Um, and then also a thing to avoid is trauma. And this can come in a number of ways. Um, one, um, we want to reduce the risks of falls. And so, you know, maybe things like jumping or other activities where you're at increased risk of falling, um, avoid those or any, um, activity where you're working with some sort of, uh, tool or instrument, uh, for your workout that could cause abdominal trauma. Um, other activities that may, you know, one thing to keep in mind too, again, is that, the joints of the knees, the hips, basically all the joints are a little more lax, but uh, you really have to protect those in pregnancy to avoid any any um, severe injuries to those joints. Um, and maternal temperature is another thing which you may have heard, don't do hot tubs, and that is said because uh, early on in the pregnancy, really first trimester when organogenesis has happened and baby's organs are forming, um, an increase in mom's temperature where she she can't regulate it could cause potentially some detrimental um, consequences. Um, and so avoiding things like hot yoga, hot Pilates, um, if, if that's a thing, um, or um, the really hot days outside, again, where you can't really regulate your temperature or find shade um, is something you should avoid, especially in the first trimester, but also throughout the pregnancy. Um, blood flow to keep in mind the, um, and this, you know, the same idea with, um, 
laying on your back for extended periods of time, which I think we'll get into more detail in another episode, but certain exercises where you're just laying on your back and that we call it supine position may need to be modified a bit to make sure that moms are getting good um, blood flow back to the heart um, so they can perfuse not only themselves, but baby. Um, And then altitude. Um, Now, um, along the same lines, um, higher altitudes have decreased oxygen um, and so that your oxygen saturation could go down. So if you're someone that lives closer to sea level and you go above 6,000 feet, you really shouldn't exercise. Um, and, or at least allow your body to acclimate. And this could take days, potentially, um, like three to five days of acclimating to the, to the altitude, um, before you should attempt to work out. Okay. Um, and just to touch on one last thing in the postpartum period, what are there any specific things to keep in mind? And yes, um, it may need to be tailored given the birth um, in every situation. Um, I do have a lot of patients coming back, and you know they, they had you know, normal deliveries, and and they're saying, "When can we work out?" Um, well, you know, probably could start working out. You know, maybe you know three to six weeks after the delivery, can you can start with mild. Um, to moderate exercise, those first few weeks um, um, can you know be a little more active, walking around, getting back to your normal self. Um, and but after after a C-section, um, it's you'll have more lifting restrictions, and definitely need to talk with your provider about that. But you can definitely do more walks as you're feeling. So it's just you may not be able to lift or. Uh, engage your core as much um, as you would normally like to. Um, One final note before we wrap things up. Um, Be kind to yourself. You just created and birthed a whole human, uh, maybe more than one. And a full recovery can take anywhere from 6 to 12 months. So please keep that in mind. Please be kind to yourself. Perfect. And that is it for today's podcast about exercise and pregnancy. Thank you for listening and viewing. Um, If you watched on YouTube, if you have any questions, please let us know in the YouTube comments. As always, the content, content of this podcast and video are for educational purposes only. None of the content is meant for personal medical advice. Please contact your medical provider if you are in need for personal medical advice. Thank you and have a great day.